Bermuda's best music mix. Ocean 89, a service of Bermuda Broadcasting. It's time to mind your business with Jamila Lodge and Shelly Thunder. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. It sure does, each and every Thursday afternoon at 4 o'clock. Hey, Jamila, like Pharrell just said, it's time to come on and get it. We got some stuff going on. (laughs) Yeah, glad to be here. You know, we're on lockdown, so we're dealing with that, but the show must go on, as they say, right? For sure. Yeah. So I'm excited. I have um, my my girlfriend and um, uh, associate here, Dakia O'Brien, um, who's been on the show before. Yep, we like Dakia coming on the show. She always brings the energy. Yes, we do. And I think now, Dakia, it's time that we, we refer to you as a serial entrepreneur, huh? She is. Oh, she is. Got she got it bad. <laughs> Can't stop and stop. I know that's right. <laughs> so listen, why don't you just um, intro- reintroduce yourself to the listeners um, and tell us a little bit about what you got going on right now. Okay, so um, as previously stated, my name is Dakia O'Brien, and um, I guess most of you would uh, remember me from being the owner of Wild Wing Wednesday, but uh, I'm taking a new role now and I've started a new business, which is named the Picky Little Eaters Club, and what that is, is it's a cooking club that is for children ages 5 to 13 years old. Okay. So, Picky Litter, Little Eaters Club, and I just want to say, um, I miss Wild Wing Wednesday. I, I haven't been able to get them lemon pepper chicken wings ever since, <laughs> since um, you stopped doing it. So, um, I mean, you and everybody listen. get away from it. <laughs> there are so many other lovely people and establishments that, are, that have entered the market and so everyone is doing such a great job, so be sure to share the love <laughs> tonight. Uh, that's not addressing the issue. The issues I miss your wing. Shelly, she act like she wasn't understanding what I was yeah, saying. Yeah, I, I, I she, she is just, hey, she is, she just brings the energy, man. We are moving on, and we are talking about trying to get children to eat the food I you make for right. them. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's talk about Picky Little Eaters Club. So how did you come about this? Like, because, you know, Wild Wing Wednesday, how does that, that business relate to you establishing this? Okay, oh, it's all food-related, right? Right. So, um... As a chef, you know, you you have certain stronger points and whatnot, but you're still well-rounded in many things. Um, and I believe that your love of something, it starts as a child. And what, we, what we've been seeing recently is that the, the forms of extracurricular activities are broadening now. So it's no longer just you either play football or you do ballet. Mm-hmm. There's so many different talents that are being tapped into for children now. And so um, I thought it was very important, um, you know, myself having a, a child, she's what, three hours eight now. And although I'm a chef and whatnot, that doesn't mean that my journey with her, her how she eats was easy. Mm. Uh, she learned, she's got into cooking from watching me. However, my mother didn't cook at all. Okay. <laughs> but I feel somehow fell into it. So I think it's um it's 
is it's something that is needed for children and not just to teach them how to cook, but to teach them about nutrition and different ingredients and different lessons as far as etiquette goes and um Sorry, table manners and just different things like that. So that's that's really the goal. Understanding where food comes from, right, Jamila? You've got a little one too. I do. And uh, and you have a teenager, so you've got that huge disparity to deal with. But uh, hey, Michelle Obama's on on the right thing too with waffles and mochi. It's it's about kids, what food is, where it comes from, and if they're involved in the preparation of it, like Takia has with her Piggy Little Eaters Club. You're more, much more likely to get them to want to eat it. That's right. I've had some. So if they cook it themselves, right, then they're going to eat the food that they cook. So, okay, so you mentioned your daughter, and it was difficult to get her to eat certain things. So did you find that when you cooked with her, she was more inclined to eat? eat? So were you your own kind of research or, or beta test case, if you will? Most definitely, and that this has been going on since before um, the idea. And you know, as parents, we you know we have our friends that we speak with, and one of the most common things is is either one parent not even having the time to uh-huh. to show their children how to eat, and and then we have so much things going on. You have parents that are working two and three jobs, and sometimes chicken hug- chicken nuggets is on the menu. Sure, it's it's like that sometimes, but um, definitely the more, if anything, the more that you educate yourself, the more that you're going to be willing to make these different choices. And um, I think it's important that they're, they're not too young. They understand very well what is going on. And also, they children, they, they understand sometimes that, you know, it's like it's a fight. It's a right. Yeah. You know, work. We're fighting with them to get them to do something, and it turns into a power war because they're not, they're, they don't want you to win. So, um, <laughs> and that's some the tough one. Children <laughs> have stronger wills than others, right? That's right. <laughs> Depends <laughs> on what time of day it is, Jamila, right? <laughs> and having said, I have no, I don't like peas. I probably never tasted a pea. No, I know I haven't tasted a peas in my life, but they, they just look worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. We carry these behaviors into adulthood, so it's. It's it's all starts from young, and that's where we need to where we need to start is with our babies. So let me ask you this, Takia. So you had Wild Wings Wednesdays. You've been a chef since forever. I mean, you don't look but twelve, but you've been in the industry for years, like winning competitions and all of that. So how did I would say your experience running the restaurant and all of that translate into you starting this new business venture? Yeah, thanks for letting everybody know how well seasoned I am. Um, <laughs> I didn't say no angels since you look well. I've been in the industry for more than 10 years. And um, like you said, once, once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. And I believe it's something that definitely uh, it's built in you. You have to love it because and uh, one of the things that you know, you and I always talk about, Jamila, is how failing, failing at something can push you and give you know to do something else, do it better. You're always going to have that in you. So um, a lot of lessons I took from while we went and you know I, I took my break. I said you know I don't I don't want to work. I just want to collect the paycheck. I want my own. I want insurance to be paid. I want to go home and go sleep at night. But it just it never stays that way. So um, 
taking all of that and then also educating myself more on the things that I needed, it just started to come into play one step at a time. And this is actually, this uh, the Picky Little Eater Club has actually been in motion for about a year and a half now. Um, I really took my time with it. I really did. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's what experience teaches you, right? It's like you don't have to, you know, what they say, fools rush in. You don't have to rush in. Um, and it sounds to me, based on what you were saying, that it kind of happened organically. So you were looking out for your own child, and I guess other people must have expressed interest. So, um, you know, it's nothing wrong with, with taking the time that's necessary so you can do it right. So can you share with us how it works? Like operationally, what does the Picky Little Eaters Club consist of? Okay, so um, let's, let's take it back to last year for, for uh, when COVID was first starting to happen. Um, I had a different vision for it. I actually wanted to be a kid's cooking show. I don't know if you guys have ever seen um, Kids Save the Dynasty. It was a show that yes. back in the day. That's yeah, right, I had yeah. had a vision for it to be like that. And um, COVID last year, it helped a lot of people in the sense where it, it was just like, do this what you have now. And so we started doing these cooking shows over Instagram live with um, children, and it was just, it, it went somewhere that I never thought it would go. And so I had to, after the, we gained that popularity, I had to sit and think, okay, so this can actually work. I know that this is something that people want to see, that people want. So I took a good bit of time into researching into what is this exactly going to look like. And it's any of you have received my million followers about what you think about this, what is it? <laughs> that is research. So finally, here we are. Um, so instead of it being just a plain old subscription box, it's an actual club. So what you what your child will get every month is they will get three cooking classes per month. So one will be a normal chef class, which we taught by myself. And then we have a nutrition class, which is taught by Miss Natalie Bean of Eat Well Children for BEA. And then we have the also beautiful and talented Camilla Cannonier. Camilla Cannonier, she's thinking, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> to do um, nutrition classes. So, and then you will also get, due to COVID, we may have to hold off on the meet and greets for a while, but I'm sure we can still figure, figure out a way to do it over Zoom, but we will be doing uh, meet and greets and curated outings. They will also, in their books, get a cool tool every month. They'll get a lesson. They'll get activities. They will get recipes and whatnot. And this is what they will get every single month. But sign up is based on a quarter because we want you to get the full you know, the full experience. If you come for one month, you're, you're really going to be selling you and your child short. So we want you to sign up um, at least three three months, six months, or for a year. Okay. And, um, yeah, and so the information is for, we have stuff for the parents as well. Uh, we have a parent community, and this is this is stuff that, you know, you can join in with your kids as well. So it's a win-win situation. I mean, it definitely sounds like something that, you know, people with, with children like me would be interested in. So I have a five-year-old. And is there an age range that you're targeting? Three ages. I'm sorry, not, not three. Five to 13. Okay. Five to 13. So I can't sneak my giant 17-year-old in there and be like, learn <laughs> how to cook something, boy. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Maybe a daughter. 
daughter can teach him what she knows afterwards. Okay. <laughs> and she will be down for that, too. If you know Zara, she will definitely be down for that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, one of the, some of the things that you said I think are really important just to kind of hone in on and to talk about, especially as it relates to others who may want to, you know, mirror what you're doing or follow in your footsteps as it relates to starting a business and that's the amount of research that you did prior to determining what kind of business model you were going to go with, right? Um, yeah. Because I do think, like, around the world, they have all these types of subscription boxes, and you can subscribe and get this, but you don't really see it that much in Bermuda. I think you're seeing it more now because, like, COVID is, like, making people have to think differently. Um, mm-hmm. So in terms of your research, like you said, you 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 – what are some of the other things that you did to kind of determine whether or not you were on the right path? One of the biggest things is looking at, um, I'm glad you said that about COVID, is looking at market trends and the way businesses are starting to evolve and shift due to COVID. And one of the biggest trends right now is this Zoom age. It's, it's not even just about Zoom because we can't be um in contact with people, but digital businesses as a whole right now are taking a different, sorry, excuse me, taking a different track. And um, it's it's going to be the norm in, in the next couple of years. And um, when deciding, you know, obviously I would love to be face-to-face with the kids and whatnot, but when deciding how to get the most out of this business model and how to make it work, I decided that the gradual was the way to go. And the best thing about this is the life was catering to everyone's strong points. You might have a child that may not be as strong or may not be as confident. So the videos are going to be uploaded so that you can, you as parents can complete them in your own time as long as it's done before the end of the month. So that way you don't feel any pressure to be able to show up at 2 o'clock on a Thursday because we have so much other things going on, right? Right, so, right. Um, so that was important, um, that part of the digital age and research. And also um, a big, uh, bigger part of research that I had to do was what are what do parents want? What do they need right now from a business like this? What are their struggles? So that was lots of data collected there and... Yeah, it's, it's been a lot of work. I, listen, and I can imagine because, like you said, you know, we're all, with parents with children are all suffering from this whole remote thing. So they're at school at home, we're at work at home, so everybody's at home. And then, God forbid, you know, there there is no school like, it, like we had the last couple of days. And it's like, now what to do with the little lovelies, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What am I going to do to keep them occupied now? So I definitely can see how what you're doing is is taking advantage of that particular thing, that there's no other choice. We have to figure out what we're going to do with the children to continue to stimulate them and teach them um, on top of the health benefits, right? Because, you know, like you said, chicken nuggets is easy to do, but it's not necessarily the best thing to do. So what you're you're doing is providing two types of of benefits, I think. Um, So now the other thing I wanted to ask you about, if you wouldn't mind sharing with us what you think about what you're doing and how you think it could potentially be scaled outside of Bermuda. So are you just targeting Bermuda parents or 
are you looking at how this can be something that can be done to or, or provided to other jurisdictions? Um, it, it can definitely be provided to different jurisdictions. Right now, it's just for um, locals. The only issue would be the physical box. Sourcing your materials for overseas would be, you know, another thing to overcome. But it can be done. It can be done, sure, yeah. To uh, eliminate would be the tool, the actual tool that they would get every month because documents can be uploaded digitally. They can they can receive, receive, oh, sorry, receive a virtual toolbox. Mm-hmm. It all can be done. But uh, we're going to master Bermuda Flex. But the girl, I always feel that if you plan, if you're, if the only decision that you have is Bermuda, then you've already filled yourself short. You right. You always think clearly. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good point to make, you know, because, um, I, you know, in conversations I've had with other people who are not from here, who come to Bermuda, maybe like working as a digital nomad and they're in the kind of business development space, they're like, it's amazing how many ideas that a lot of the Bermudian entrepreneurs have, but sometimes they don't think big enough. You know what I mean? Yep. And, I, you know, maybe it's because of our size, right? We are relatively small, but I do think that there's huge opportunity because it's online, right? Because you're utilizing mm-hmm. Zoom and the platform, and people will pay for videos, right? You mm-hmm. pay to have your subscription and get your videos just like everybody else every month. So there's a huge opportunity there. Especially for Bermudians living overseas, too, because it is a way to reconnect back to the island. If you uh, marketed it that way, um, Daikia, to, you know, people you know overseas, and everybody's got family that lives, you know, somewhere across the pond in either direction, or a lot of directions, I should say. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You'll be surprised, and a lot of my research is, looking at similar similar um, projects overseas and, you know, how do they connect with their audiences, where are their audiences and things like that. And it's, it's definitely not something that is undone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're definitely reaching different places because the, the point is universal. It's not uh, just a Bermuda issue. There's many people around the world that have this same problem about having children that are selected with their eating habits. Okay. So now, you know, we got this good information, and what what do we have to do to sign up? What what does that process look like? So we have a beautiful website, and I would love to give Shannon Barcho a huge shout-out because he um, did my website, and he has been so patient with me throughout this entire process. So shout-out to you, Shannon. Hit him up on Facebook or Instagram. I don't know which one he here. But, <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the website address is com, And you can check out there everything and sign up for three months, six months, or one year. And every, everything is right there. Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram as we are going to be starting back off doing the uh, children cooking shows. Uh, once a month, so, yeah. Okay. So, so, Dekia, is this what you're doing, like, full-time, full-time, or are you still doing other things on the side? Oh, uh, no, I'm employed. <laughs> 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 I also, I'm still at Bermuda College in the culinary department. Right. So, I'm, I'm there by day and here by night. Oh, you sound like a superhero. 
cape. That's right. That is so true. That is so true. But, I mean, I think that's something that I guess a lot of, of people who want to start businesses have to struggle with, right? We, we had a, someone on the show, I think it was Nuri, talking about when do you decide to jump? Like when do you make the decision to say, okay, I'm going to do this full-time or do you envision this being something that you're just going to do on a part-time basis going forward? I think the exact thing about my job is that um, because of my role, I have summers off. So I look at it like this. If I if I can put in majority of the work and, you know, think ahead of time mm-hmm. to, you know, set myself up for when I am working, then fine. I actually do love my job, so mm-hmm. I don't look at it as... As um, work, right. And that it's still, it's hand in hand. It's all a part of building who I am. But um, if I am ever in a position to, it will be simply out of love that I lack. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. But um, it's not something that I'm saying, oh, my God, I need to make this work because I can't stand there. Right, Exactly. Right. You're in a job that you love doing, and, and it's related to, to, what you're, to what the Picky Little Leaders Club is, too, because you're in the culinary arts in your profession. So what what would you say to someone who may be listening and who has had, you know, desires of starting up their own business? Because the food industry is not easy, right? You can attest to that. It's it's no joke. Um, You have to, in the first instance, I think, have a passion for it. But then you also have to have purpose, as my my dear friend Mariko Thomas would say. (laughs) You know, you got to have a plan. You can't just have passion alone. And I think you are a testament to that, right? You've done the things. You've gone to the, the schools. You've done Streetwise MBA. You've done all of the things to make sure that you could put a plan in place. And that's, that's evident by what you're doing now with the Picky Little Eaters Club. So what would you say to either your younger self or someone who is considering entrepreneurship and just not quite sure yet? I, I would really that you have to love it because, like you said, you know, you love it, but that's sometimes not enough. Mm-hmm. So you're going to get hit with a lot of things that's going to test your everything, your mental, your physical, your spiritual. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt some days. And make sure also one of the biggest things that I wish I did when I first had um, while we went there is use your resources. Mm-hmm. You know, go to BDC and go to... I think now uh, people are a little bit more open to share their experiences. I don't think it was like that back when I was starting. You know, mm-hmm. you have people not that are willing to share their advice with you, to share help, and, you know, would genuinely say, give me a call if you need anything. Find those people, stay close to them, and just keep pushing. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely um, agree and sanction that because it can be a lonely road sometimes, right, because you're – you're the one that's working 10, 13, 14, 15-hour days putting in the work, so you don't have time to see anybody else. So I definitely would say, you know, BDC for sure is here to assist where we can. But you you, you need a mentor. You need somebody else, you know, that you can, like, bounce ideas off of or even to tell you, uh, no, don't do that. <laughs> that's not going to work. <laughs> Let's try a different way. Uh very ambitious, and our businesses are like our babies. Yeah. Every single day, and sometimes you can't separate your emotions from reality. So mm-hmm. it's great to have 
I would just, you know, like you mentioned earlier with with the other business and everything like that, I think as you look to create new things, start new projects, hopefully each time or each iteration of business or whatever the case may be is a learning experience, right? Because I feel like, I, you know, I got a chance to read your plan. I was like, look at her. I was like, she's sharp. <laughs> Uh, but I can I can see the growth, you know what I mean? And I think that's important to note because one of the things that you mentioned earlier is that when things don't go your way or you fail, right, people mm-hmm. oftentimes look at that as um, I failed, so that's the end of it. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. And I really do think that you are a shining example of what resiliency is and um, and and being resolved in, in what it is that you actually enjoy doing and creating opportunities out of that resolve, right? Because to me, that's exactly what this is. You were like, yeah, that didn't work like I wanted to, but here is 2.0 or 3.0, the next next iteration of this new business that I have. So I, I just want to give you props for that, Nakia, because I think, <laughs> I think it's important, you know, um, you know, we see people all the time get discouraged because their idea didn't work or someone else came out with it first, and, and that's the end of it. And that's really, you know, that's just the start, right? Because you can always yeah. do something different, um, and it can always um, create opportunities that you didn't even know exist. So what's the future for Picky Little Eaters Club? What does it look like um, four years, five years, two years yeah. from now? Okay, um, we're definitely going to branch out into merchandise. Um, okay. Want to, I, have a, I have everything envisioned of what I want in our line, and um, not just clothing, but uh, cookware, utensils, all of those types of things. And um, my four-year, four or five, maybe three, I'm not putting the time on my blessing. I'm not that's right. <laughs> I would like to see it in a physical, in a physical sense of an actual cooking school for children. Okay. So, like, people can actually come the same way they go to dance school or music school. They can come to culinary school, if you will. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, speak it into existence. (laughs) You know what I mean? And you never know who's listening who might be like, yep, that's what we need. Um, But I I definitely think it's a great idea if you could just remind people how to get um, the information, how to sign up and everything, the website address and all of that? The website address is www.thepickylittleeatersclub. So there's an app in there, eatersclub.com. On Instagram, I believe it's dog.picky.little.eaters.club.com. Let's mix it up more there. Yeah. And um, on Facebook, we're the Picky Little Eaters Club. So just, yep, follow us. You can DM me. Um, you can email me also if you have any questions, info at uh, pickylittleeatersclub.com. And, yeah. Well, congratulations, girl. Um, I'm excited for Me and Zara are going to check it out. Um, we made banana bread the other day, and that was exciting. It was good, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're going to benefit off of this. And I want to say to the parents as well that um, some I know that Picky, uh, and please don't take the term picky eating too hard. We all know it's just a loose arm. It's not meant to offend anyone or to give a derogative term to our kids. But this is actually a 
sensitive topic for a lot of parents. A lot of parents do get stressed out about this. So I want them to know that this is not just a club for your children. It's for you guys as well, for a safe space where you can talk to parents that have the same issues and hopefully amongst each other you're able to find some type of resolve. So we'll make sure we have a parents' community for, you know, you guys to, to talk and get to know each other and each other's kids. And I'm hoping that this is like something that is really a club. This is home for a lot of children and a lot of parents and they feel comfortable and safe. All right, Dakia. That is wonderful. Congratulations again on on this new venture. I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes and going to the kitchen, the picky little eater's kitchen, mm-hmm. <laughs> when it happens. Uh, but just want to thank you for coming on to the show and sharing this new venture with us and sharing a bit of your wisdom with us as well. Um, as people are listening, I'm probably trying to figure out how to do it too. So thanks again for that. Thank you guys for having me. It's always a pleasure talking to you guys. You go, girl, and keep up the good work. I know their culinary program up at the college is doing so well right now, and a tantamount to the great staff, uh, Dakia and you and your colleagues up there, that are getting our young people interested in the culinary arts as a career again, because we really need that here on the island. And I know the whole college luncheon thing was sold out earlier this year before we had uh, such restrictions and all. We're looking forward to the one coming up in the fall, too. Shout out to all of our students um, right now at the, at the college culinary program, the remote learning, and they're, you know, literally trying to do the best that they can before we're being given. Yep, yep, we all are. We all are. So thanks again, Dakia, and enjoy the rest of this day and your weekend. Thank you. You guys do wishing you and your family the best. Thank you. Take care, Dakia, honey. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, Jamila, we've come to the bottom of the hour once again. We've gotten through another Mind Your Business, uh, lockdown and all. We're going to keep the information coming. Anything else you want to tell our listeners before we uh, wrap it up? Yep. So I just want to remind people uh, who may not have seen it or heard it, but with the lockdown, we know a lot of businesses have been impacted negatively. um, And so we do have on offer a grant. This is money that doesn't have to be paid back. It is for those businesses that were um, extremely impacted. So I'll give you the example of a um, a bar who has to close because they can't operate anymore, mm-hmm. or someone who was running um, a, a, a child care service or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so these entrepreneurs have now the ability to go onto our website and apply for this grant. Okay. Uh, it is specific, right? So it's not a whole lot of money, and we have to share it out as much as we can, but it's for those expenses that are going to come whether you're making money or not. Yeah. So your rent, your utilities, um, maybe social insurance and things like that. Um, so we would encourage them, if you haven't taken a look at it, you can go on to our website at bdc.bm, take a look at, at what's on offer, and apply because we want to help. And then those who may need a little bit more than what the grant has on offer, we still have the COVID microloan and grant. So half would be a loan, the other half would be a grant, and they could apply for that. 
We also have our um, guarantee. So if you need a lot more money, so let's say upwards of fifty or sixty thousand dollars, and you can get a bank loan, we can guarantee up to seventy-five percent of that bank loan to help facilitate getting the deal done. Mm-hmm. So all of those products are still available. We know that people um, are taking advantage of it, but we want to let people know who may not have been aware. And then uh, some people are like, well, no, I can't do it because I may be in arrears with payroll tax or I may be in arrears with social insurance. It is important that you pay those things, but as long as you have an agreement with those departments to pay at some point in the future, Mm -hmm. then we will accept that. So I don't want people who are listening who are thinking, oh, no, I'm in arrears, so I can't get that, not to apply. No, please contact payroll tax contact social insurance and get your um, get a plan in place plan in mm-hmm. place and then co- come to BDC or apply online for that because those funds are there to assist them during this this period mm-hmm. so um, just want to remind people of that the website is bdc.bm or you can email info at bdc.bm and we will get back in touch that's awesome so I know uh, Zara's going to be looking forward to her next cooking class. Jamila, I know so. she is. I know the kids going to be like, uh, where's your registration? Where's your subscription? So yeah, I good need stuff. to get on it. So. <laughs> All right. Well, we look forward to doing it again next week, Jamila. And uh, we're not sure exactly what the circumstances are going to be, but we're going to make sure that uh, we have the information that uh, all our entrepreneurs need. That's right. Every That's Thursday, right here at 4 o'clock. It's time to mind your business, because if you don't, we will. See you next week, hon. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Mind Your Business with BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.